It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. On today's Locked On Thunder podcast, the Oklahoma City Thunder can't find a way to tank. No matter who they sit, who they rest, who they play, they're going to win. They beat Portland while benching Alexei Pokashevsky. Yeah, it's gotten to that point. What does this mean for the future of the team? And are the Thunder in danger of losing that fourth seed on tankathon.com? All that and more coming up on today's Locked on Thunder podcast. The Locked on Podcast Network, your teams every day. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, let's get it going on the Lockdown Thunder Podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. I'm your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. Follow the show on Twitter at LO Thunderpod. Email the show, Thunderpod at gmail.com. On today's show, brought to you by Prize Picks. We're going to dive into Oklahoma City Thunder knocking off the Portland Trailblazers in what was an interesting game that we're never going to forget. It saw Jalen Horde put up prime shack numbers. And the Thunder beat Portland despite fully leaning into the tank. And this is yet another emotionally exhausting game. Because on one hand, you had some young players do some stuff and you want to congratulate them. And you know you do want to talk about how cool it is for a guy like Jalen Horde to put up a big game and, and be the eighth player in Thunder history, seventh player in Thunder history, to have a 2020 game. But on the other hand, it really hurts the Thunder draft lottery and what they're going to end up doing. We're going to talk about that later on in the show. But again, Today's show is brought to you by Price Picks. It's Daily Fantasy Made Easy. Let's just talk about first how the Thunder truly leaned into the tank. And, you know, there shouldn't have been a question about if the Thunder were tanking for over a year now. But if there was anyone else holding out, if anybody else had any reservations, the Thunder said SGA, Josh Giddy, Lou Dort, Darius Baisley, Derek Favors, Ty Jerome, Mike Muscala. Okay. Normal injury report. Yeah, throw in their Trey Mann. Throw in their Tail Maldon, who Richard Stamen at Mavshaft on Twitter has stats to prove he's the worst player in the NBA. And that's who you're benching. You're benching Alexei Pokashevsky, who is playing well, goes for triple-double recently, you know, last game. But still, it's Pokashevsky. You're sitting out Jeremiah Robinson. You're sitting out Aaron Wiggins. Of course, sitting out Kenny Hustle. What more can they do? I, I, I say that every podcast, and that every podcast they do something else. They sit tail mouth on. And again, I'm not trying to bash tail, but if you're to the point where you're winning too many games and you think the solution is to bench tail mouth on, there, there is no more arguing if they are or aren't trying to purposely lose games. But yet, when the ball is dipped, and there you are, the Thunder are able to find ways to win. They quite literally 
sign a trio of 10-day guys just out of nowhere in Xavier Simpson, Georges, Jalen Horde, and they all three start. Of course, Horde's been here before, and he's been here over the weekend, but still, they all three start with Vid Critchy and Isaiah Roby, and that was good enough to beat Portland, who signed Chris Dunn, who started him and Keon Johnson with uh, uh, CJ Elby and Greg Brown and Drew Ebinks, and then had Ben McLemore coming off the bench. And this Thunder team still beat them 98-94. to I'm not sure that there's any more levers to pull. I'm not sure there's anything else to do at this point whenever you're benching Poku and Tail Maldon. And folks, the road got a lot harder tonight as the Lakers were officially eliminated from playoff contention. What on earth are the Thunder going to do to cling to this fourth seed in the reverse standings? Because... If you can't beat a team when you quite literally play three 10-day guys as a starter and play over 40 minutes and you have Jalen Horde and you have it Critchie and Isaiah Roby, that just speaks to the culture of the Thunder. And we'll get into that more, but how did the Thunder win this game? Again, just heart and energy. You saw the entire bench engaged all game long, communicating, helping players out during timeouts, celebrating their accomplishments. And that praise and that engagement does go a long way with the players on the floor. Zero, we talked about that after the game. He talked about how, you know, these veterans like SGA, Darius Baisley, Lou Dort, Mike, well, you all the guys on the bench, they have every right to just goof off and do whatever during the game and, you know, clap during a timeout and move on with their day because they're not playing. But the fact that they were so in tune with every possession and in tune with helping the young guys is how you produce these wins. And in a four point game against a fellow tanking team, it's how you produce things like this. Having an organization that values the G League so much that you use the same plays, the same verbiage. You have a coach from the blue, and he now has his right-hand man down with the blue. And you have these two organizations connected as one. Having those instances are how you win these games. Being a team where agents and players alike can feel like, if I perform well in this five-game sample size, with the Thunder, after playing well with the Blue, I have a legitimate shot at having a long-term deal in some capacity, either an NBA contract or a two-way deal. I have a chance at a job with this organization because of how much they invest in the G League and invest in you know, players and young players who are given opportunity. All of that combines for players being excited to play in Oklahoma City, for players wanting to play in Oklahoma City as a young player to kind of get more on solid footing in the NBA. And it results in wins like this, where you can go as far to tank as benching Alexei Pokashevsky and Tail Malvon and still come away with a win. I said it last night. I'll say it again tonight. I don't want a peep from anybody this offseason about culture. If the Thunder make moves this offseason to put themselves in a position to lose games again next year, to tank again next year for that loaded draft class, I do not want to hear a peep about, well, what if this ruins the culture? What if the culture suffers? What if they forget how to win? What if they turn into the Kings? As I've often said, in the NBA, drama is around the corner. You don't need to chase it. 
You don't need to look for it. It will find you. And until that trauma finds the thunder, you shouldn't worry about it because they can't even tank when they bench Alexei Pokashevsky. That's why you shouldn't worry about it. That's all there is to it. You beat the Blazers with Jalen Horde, who's bounced around from the Blazers to the Thunder on 10-day deals, two-way deals in the G League. He has a 20-20 game. He puts up 20 points and 20 rebounds plus. 24 points to be exact and 20 rebounds. Now, you want to talk about tanking? Stat Muse, which we've all had jokes at their expense for the clownery they've put on Twitter about the Thunder. In their tweet about Jalen Horde, they put in parentheses, he plays for OKC, thinking people wouldn't know. Ha ha, funny joke. And then they get their information wrong. This is a Twitter account dedicated to stats and info. And they got information wrong because they didn't know who Jalen Horde was. They thought he was a rookie. He's been in the league for two separate teams. That's who the Thunder started tonight. That's who the Thunder rolled out tonight. So if you have any ill will or or any bad feeling today, it should only be about tough luck. It's not due to a lack of trying. And you've got to applaud these guys. You've got to applaud Jalen Horde. You've got to applaud you know, Xavier Simpson. You've got to applaud Isaiah Roby. Because at any given moment, they could have folded tonight and they didn't and they made the most of it and it sounds simple right if you've only watched the thunder if you're one of those fans that only watch the thunder and i get it you know you don't have time to watch the entire nba obviously that's why we have locked on now that's why we have the locked in nba podcast this is not normal it sounds silly right why wouldn't players try hard every time that they play down the stretch of a season, even in a losing season, because they, they need to perform well to continue their careers. But there's been many a teams, many a players, many of, of young 10-day guys that just pack it in. And they're all about themselves. They chuck up their shots, and then they move on with their lives. They don't buy in. At every turn, the Thunder, while bringing in worse and worse and worse caliber players, they continue to bring in better and better and better and better quality people who buy into the you know to the construct who buy into the team and while they're still trying to put on their tape to get another job they're trying to collectively win games that's the difference in the thunder and the kings that's the difference in the thunder and the magic that's the difference in the thunder and the rockets that's the difference in the thunder and the pistons that's the difference in the thunder and whoever else you want to complain about who's been in the lottery for decades that's it and at this point, the jokes are funny. The jokes are are hilarious. But they might also be right that, you know what? If the Thunder are so bad at losing games and, and, and accidentally win them, maybe it's time to purposefully win them. We'll talk about all that coming up. But first, once here right now, but good friends over at Prize Picks. Folks, Prize Picks is incredible. It's awesome. It is daily fantasy made easy, and you want to get involved in it. I love it so much. You pick two to five players and an over-under on their projections, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. It's just you versus the projected numbers. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Price picks is safe and offers fast withdrawals. 
Use the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play Store. Prize Picks offers any prop you can think of, from points scored to rebounds to assists and steals. Prize Picks offers mixed sport entries as well, so you can take the over on Joel and Bead points and the under on Whitmer full of hits. Even you can combine basketball and baseball. You can b- combine anything you want to. Prize Picks offers the NBA, college basketball, college football, in- NFL, MLB, college, uh, MMA, and more. So ch- test it out today. For a limited time, Price Picks has an exclusive no-brainer offer for our listeners. You can go get $50 for free if your player in your first Price Picks entry scores a single point. It's a single point for your player by using the code NBA to get you $50 for free. $50 for free using code NBA at Price Picks right now, the award-winning app on the Google Play or on the App Store. Make sure you use NBA for that $50 for free at Price Picks on your entry, the very first one, if they score a point. Also, to say right now, your friends over at Bet Online, folks. Bet Online is incredible. It's your number one source for your betting needs and sports info from the latest sports developments, including weekly uh, master championships, like this weekend has the master championships and your weekly updates on all the other sports worlds, odds, podcasts, and reviews of all the different leagues this season. Bet Online is your place for sports wagering information. So head on over to the website today or even use your mobile device. Check out the trends and actions, bet online where the game starts. And folks, baseball is starting up. So let's go show you how easy it is to use bet online. Type in betonline.net on your web browser. Type in the sports book. And now, after you're at betonline.net and the sports book, you go to baseball, MLB. Let's see what games are on deck. You got Red Sox Yankees on Thursday. Red Sox five and a half underdogs. Let's go with the Red Sox in that one uh, and see how they perform. We'll check back on that on Friday. So that's how easy it is to use uh, betonline.net. Make sure you check it out today. We are back on the Lockdown Thunder podcast. On the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. Thank you for making Lockdown Thunder your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you talking Thunder basketball. Your second listen, go check out the Lockdown Now podcast, a nightly recap show of every game from across the NBA with breakdowns of our local experts. It's free and available across all platforms, wherever you get podcasts from as well as the Locked On NBA YouTube channel. Subscribe to this show for free as well on any platform, including YouTube. And you can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore styles. Let's get back into this show and talk about, again, the Thunder beating Portland. We talked about the heart, the culture, the fight these guys had. Portland grew a 19-point lead. You're thinking everything's going right. Portland's up 19. You benched Pokashevsky. You benched Tam Aldon. You benched Aaron Wiggins. You benched Jeremiah Rumpsnerl. You benched all these young players. And Portland's up 19. Yeah. A 23-2 run ends all that momentum. And the Thunder come back to win. This game had five lead changes. Uh, six was the biggest Thunder lead this game. Five times tied as well. This game had the Thunder win points in the paint 56-40. Thunder won second chance points 14 to 11. The Thunder lost fast break points 10 to 9. OKC out rebounds Portland by 7. Portland had one more turnover than OKC, but they won points off turnovers 24 to 17. Portland did despite having one more turnover. Portland bench outscores OKC 32 to 18. The Thunder shot 48% from the floor, 31% from three, and 50% at the line. Portland shot 42% from the floor, 34% from three, and 81% from the line. Jalen Horde, the big story, 24 points, 21 rebounds, 14 of which were defensive, three assists, three steals, two rebounds, two fouls, 64% from the floor, one for three from three. Jalen Horde 
has been given many 10-day deals and has been given opportunity on a two-way deal at one time. And when he gets NBA action, he's pretty solid for the Thunder. The problem is he usually gets NBA action in a contract like this where he has no other choice but to produce. Like, there's no other option. He's going to, with the amount of time he's allowed, the amount of usage he's allotted, he's going to perform well. But I do find him fascinating. It's just that he does not have enough boom or bust potential to where I don't view the Thunder using him long-term on a two-way deal. Remember, they only have one left this offseason since they signed Lindy Waters to a two-year two-way deal. I just don't see it fitting with Jalen Horde. I also don't see them making room for him on their active roster because this roster crunch will see four, three, two picks coming in. They have four picks right now that they can control. They could consolidate them into less picks than they did last year, and that they're likely going to do this year as well. But all in all, there's not a there's not a spot for Jalen Horde despite him playing well in this 10-day deal so far, and not just this game, but over the weekend as well. Lindy Waters, again, another tanking move that should be attended for. Lindy Waters played four minutes in this game, two for three from three, a rebound and a steal. Olivier Saar, 10 points, 12 uh, rebounds, one assist, two blocks, 30% from the floor. And, and again, as I said yesterday, welcome to your Moses Brown game on a Sunday. He goes for five three-pointers in this game, goes 0 for three with 10 points, 12 rebounds, and just is there as a, as a person, as a as a player, just there to collect the rebounds and points because he's going to get 40-plus minutes and he's just going to have to do something on the floor. You, you shouldn't talk yourself into Olivier Saar. Uh, Isaiah Simpson gets his first NBA start, plays his first NBA game, and he plays 43 minutes. He scores 10 uh, points, five assists, three rebounds, two blocks, a steal, two turnovers, 41% from the floor. Had a nice hook shot at times. He's played very well with the blue, very well with the blue. Simpson is more of a likely scenario to where maybe he can crack it on a two-way deal, but still I don't really see it with him either. But it is nice to see him get rewarded for all of his hard work in the G League and how well he played for the blue this entire season and, and years past as well. He was on the team last year as well in the G League bubble. Uh, and he gets rewarded with an NBA spot for the rest of the season and gets to start an NBA game and play an NBA game for 43 minutes, which brings me to my next point. The Thunder have a back-to-back. They play again tonight against Utah. And the following players played 35-plus minutes. Saar played 38. Simpson played 43. Roby played 43. Horde played 45. Georges played 42. And if you pull the same shenanigans, right, you sit down, Tam Malvon. You sit down, Pokashevsky. You sit down, Jerry. You sit down, Aaron Wiggins. I don't see how you can overcome that how you can overcome that playing on a second half back-to-back while these guys have been so exerted in this game despite utah also playing on the second night of a back-to-back i just can't see how this all fits together and that might be the saving grace because if you look at the thunder upcoming schedule which we're going to do on the other side this might be the last loss of the year and that's a depressing reality to have to think about but to wrap up this game, the Moneyball pick was Lindy Waters, but of course, Isaiah Roby had three, and he wins the Moneyball pick. The MVP of the award for this game goes to you, the fans, for sitting it out and watching this game. But in actuality, it goes to Jalen Horde for playing pretty well in this game, obviously having the 7th or 8th 20-point uh, uh, 20 20 point game, 20-point, 20 20-rebound 20 game, 20-plus, 20 20-point, 20 20-game. You know what I'm trying to say. 20-20 game. 7th time, 8th time in, in Thunder history that it's happened, and it happens for Jalen Horde. So MVP for him. Congratulations to Jalen Horde for playing well in this game. But coming up, it's our favorite time of the year, favorite time of the week, favorite time of the podcast. We update you on the Tankathon standings, but this time it's much more somber. 
It's much more somber. But I do want to say right now about something that's not somber, something that's very fun, and that's rockauto.com. How is rockauto.com fun? Well, rockauto.com is a family-owned business serving you auto parts online for 20 years. That's right, 20 years ago. You could have been going to rockauto.com. And folks, I got to tell you, my favorite part about rockauto.com is that I know nothing about cars, and that sounds crazy, but it's because I don't know nothing about cars and I love it so much because they do not know that I know nothing about cars. If I walk into a brick and mortar store tomorrow, they're going to see me and they're going to see a sucker. They're going to try to sell me $50 windshield wipers. That's not the case at rockauto.com. They don't know the difference between me and a handyman and a full-blown mechanic. So they're going to give all of us a well-rounded, reliably low price at their amazing selection. It's awesome. Check it out. Tell them that Locked On sent you in the How Did You Hear About Us box, and they'll know what to do from there. RockAuto.com, amazing selection. Reliably low prices of the parts your car will need. RockAuto.com, again, amazing selection. Reliably low prices of the parts your car will need. RockAuto.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. We are back on the Lockdown Thunder Podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. I want to tell you right now about good friends over at the Lockdown NBA Podcast. It's your second listen today. Lockdown NBA has Lockdown experts covering the biggest stories from around the association Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available across all platforms. And again, we're Lockdown Thunder, your team every day. Every morning we're here talking Thunder basketball. Subscribe for free across all platforms so you never miss an episode. And for those asking, yes, we will continue this all throughout the off season. So you are not rid of me just because the regular season is about to end for the thunder and it cannot end soon enough because lately it's been somewhat of a disaster for the thunder late in the regular season. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about where the thunder go from here. The thunder still sit at four right now. They're a game away from a top three spot, which is where you want to be because a top three spot grants you uh, the tie for the best odds of the top overall pick with 14% at four they have a 12.5% chance at number one overall pick. They have a 48% chance at a top four pick. If the lottery went the way it's supposed to, the Thunder would control pick four, 15, and 30 right now in the first round and have a high second round pick at 34. The problem is the Thunder are only half a game up on Indiana. That's not good. That's not good. We'll be half a game up on Indiana. Do you want to know why that's not good? I realistically think that the Thunder could have their last loss of the year tonight against Utah. And I'm not even so confident about that because Utah's coming off a of back-to-back as well. They've pretty well sealed their fate, kind of, in, in, in terms of the standings and matchups of it all. I'm not sure who they're actually going to play tonight. We'll have to wait it out. See, tonight we're going to have to sweat bullets because they're not going to le- release an injury report until about 1, 2, 3 p.m., Gotta sweat it out this whole day about who's playing, who's not playing. And let's just say we can count on them to lose to the Jazz. Well, tonight the Lakers got bumped from contention. So what are they playing for? You already beat the Lakers early in the year whenever they could have, you know, turned their season around. Now their season's over. This team is gonna beat the Lakers. 
then you play the Clippers who have no incentive to, to play from, from that standpoint of yes, you know, a loss technically would you know, kind of help you with their pick, whatever, but they're going to be the play in. They're going to be fine. They can take care of their own business and then change the pick in that regard. So they're not going to play the last game of the year, probably to where you're probably going to win that game. Then you fall to five, six on the odds, the way that Kevin O'Connor projected today in the ringer, you fall five, six in the odds. You have bad lottery luck or just correct lottery luck at that point. Then it's time to have a hard conversation about who actually won the Paul George trade with the Clippers. That's a scary thought. Look at the Pacer schedule. To close things out, they play Philadelphia and Brooklyn. That's it. They play a back-to-back, Philadelphia and Brooklyn, Saturday, Sunday. What do those two teams have to play for at that point? We'll see. Who are they going to play at that point? We'll see. But it's scary. It is scary hours. Thursday, we've got a Jazz recap for you. Friday, we have a Jaden Ivey profile with Richard Stamen at Mavs Draft on Twitter to get you set for the NBA Draft and start our profile series. Until then, follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore style. Subscribe for free across all platforms and be good. Be good to one another. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.